Busisiwe, weather is wreaking havoc across the country. I hope there is calmness on the trading floor. Good afternoon. How are we doing? We are doing pretty well. We're not going to talk so much about what's going on on the trading floor, but more what's going on with the South African economy at the moment. Um, I mean, we can speak about what we think is going to happen with growth, what we think will happen with inflation, what we think this impact of the rains that we've had, what their impact will be on food prices and so inflation and so interest rates as we go on sort of to the rest of the year. That's, uh, that's very important because, I mean, we're talking about... Uh, as I was talking to the weather forecaster, talking about uh, rains in uh, in the in the Western Cape, of course, we know that there's a great deal of wine and grape uh, being grown there. And we export quite a great deal of that, just aligning this uh, conversation to the rain. We export a great deal of wine. Uh, how is that impacting uh, broadly on uh, the economy of South Africa? And also want us to look at uh, the, uh, the, the mining and manufacturing numbers that are coming out. I mean, if we look at broadly what we think on the food side of things, I think the rain is important to us when it comes to food and when it comes to inflation. So on this side of the world where we sort of were growing the last crop that we've had, we sort of it's already been grown, it's already been harvested. When we look at that, we think, oh, my word, we've had one of, I think it was a second biggest sort of, uh, or the biggest maize crop that we've had in about, Two decades. So if you look at inflation last year, it averaged 6.4%. This year, the Nagbank forecast is going to average 5.2%. The reason why it averaged at 6.4% last year was because of the drought that we've had. Now we've seen that sort of come sort of full circle that in certain parts of the country, we actually don't have that drought that they're having in the Western Cape. So when it comes to stuff like maize, that would be fine. But it comes to exporting, especially to the EU, Things like sort of the sort of grapes and wine and fruit and that type of thing, we still will have an issue there. But if you look at exports in general this year, with commodity prices slightly recovering, it won't look that bad because we are commodity exporters. There will be other commodities and not sort of agricultural commodities, so that will hide it. But we will still see sort of it will lower that amount of sort of commodities that we can export because of what's going on in the Western Cape. But in general, you'll see that exports probably will increase. If you look at last year, export growth in South Africa was down sort of 0.1%. This year, the Nedbank forecast is going to be up 2.3%. Most of that is commodities. There'll be some drag from what's going on in the Western Cape, but the overall picture will be that increase of 2.3% when it comes to exporting. And, and, and with the softening rand as well, uh, it's the exporter's uh, time right now. Uh, but, 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 you know, I always ask this question, uh, even also when we're dealing with uh, the coal face here with, uh, uh, with the good gentleman that knows so much about mining. Why are we price takers? I mean, I always ask this question. We have so much minerals under, underneath, beneath our, our ground here. And, and somebody sits there and they set the price for us. We don't set our own price that we want this commodity to cost this much because we are the main producers. I mean, that's more a political question than anything like that. And no one has managed to sort of solve it. We had a president ask that sort of around labor and the price of labor and what we're putting in. But, I mean, there's nothing we can really do about it. It is an international price that is set there. It is South Africa can't just come out and say, you know what, we're going to set the price. There are other countries that are also commodity producers out there. There are other countries so you can't just come out of South Africa and go, you know what, us on our side, we're actually not going to do that at all. I think you can't do that. You don't have the power to do that type of thing. It's just, it's internationally set. There's really not, nothing much you can do there.
Yeah, but with oil, it's okay for them to set the price and we accept. But anyway, <laughs> let's look at, you know, with, with the latest developments here in the, in the country, Busisiwe, um, uh, let's look at the, the issue of the rent, the interest rates and, and so on, and policy environment. How, how are we dealing with that, with, with the latest, with your KPMG, we look at uh, the PIC, we just look at uh, the, the, the political environment right now. How is it muddying? Uh, the 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 investment uh, environment in the country. I mean, if we're talking about the rand itself, just looking at the rand alone at the moment, there are usually not only domestic forces that are influencing what's going on with the rand. There are also international forces that are influencing what go- what's going on with the rand. So domestically, if there is something sort of that makes investors nervous, if there's something in the policy environment that makes them nervous, then we would have some investors say, you know what, we're going to take our money out of this country and we get a weakening rand that way. So that's a domestic thing. But the other thing that has happened sort of in the last couple of years is we've seen the international environment play a very big role in what's going on with the currency here. As with sort of other emerging market commodity currencies, we are price taker when it comes to this in the market. So in general, when we see developed countries out there and they're not doing that well, and we see sort of got quite loose monetary policy, they have actually put quite a lot of money into the global financial system, and we have benefited from that. So we've got sort of uncertain things happening on a domestic level, but because sort of that money that is floating all over is chasing sort of a real positive yield, we've seen the RAND hold up quite nicely when it comes to that. But there could be those domestic things as well where we do something where we distinguish ourselves sort of differently from other emerging commodity currencies, where we do something policy-wise that does not look that great, that has people take out their money and we see we can RAND. Okay. But the RAND has held up quite well because of what's happening in the rest of the world.